0: Welcome to Women That Wait, shedding light on the struggles Christian women have in finding godly counterparts. My name is Tavia and this is episode 5. The Marathon Continues. I just want to take this time to thank everyone for listening and also to remind you to follow us on Instagram under Women That Wait. So this episode is called The Marathon Continues. So I just want to explain why I chose that title. It's because of this overused quote life is a marathon not a sprint we often try to go too fast through something we want and we don't take the time to wait for what's right for some women waiting for a godly husband is a lengthy wait it feels long and it's very difficult like a marathon which is also difficult and long also just want to shout out to nifty hustle And Lauren London, who I borrowed this title from, so rest in peace to Nipsey. And today, we're going to be talking to someone who's currently running the marathon, longer than most of us women, and we'd like to get her opinion and perspective on how she stays on course and didn't give up while waiting for a godly husband. So now I'd like to introduce our special guest, Jackie. I'd like to thank her for coming on our show and just sharing herself with us. And I'm going to ask you, Jackie, to just introduce yourself and tell us about your dating and your waiting journey.
1: Um, As Xavier mentioned, my name is Jacqueline and I'm 57 years old and I've been single most of my adult life. I haven't had a lot of dates, not because I couldn't, but I'm being cautious and I'm currently not dating. So I'm still on my waiting journey.
0: Okay. Thank you, Jackie. So let's get right into it. So I want to start with our first question. So again, as you mentioned, you are 57 years young or 57 years old, as some people will say. Um, and in light of that, we've noticed that the church having so many single women is more of a newer thing, unlike in your generation, where most women your age are married. So the ladies in my generation, we get through the struggles of being single, or we get through the marathon by sticking with each other and hanging out with each other but in your generation there aren't as many single women to stick with so how has being a minority impacted your singleness journey so for an example do you even feel your christian peers understand your struggle
1: okay so good question uh you are correct um women some of my peers they're they have spouses so i'm one of the Probably only single woman in my group. Um, is it a struggle? Sometimes it is, but I don't vocalize it that much. But um, I find what what the challenge is when there's an event or some maybe a vacation getaway. I find that um, I'm excluded because I'm single. I don't really have a spouse to go on some of those couple. Um, events so yeah sometimes I do feel a little bit left out because I I feel like I'm close to people they're like family to me especially some of my church friends but I don't get included in some of the um, and this this is just my observation that I don't get included in some of the events that require coupling
0: okay I see how that happens so even when you have like if you're having a down day about feeling single. Do you feel that those women even understand? Like, can they even be empathetic?
1: I'm not even sure if they're aware Hmm. that I'm struggling at times. Okay. I'm I'm one of those people that I'm very comfortable with myself, so I don't really rely or depend on other people to to necessarily to do things with. But when I do feel like I want to do something with a girlfriend, it's easier for me to get up and decide yes, I want to do this, I want to do that. But with my girlfriends who are Have spouses, it's not as easy for them to just plan something spontaneously right on the spot with me. But because I'm comfortable with, I enjoy my own company, so I I find myself getting out and doing things sometimes on my own. I don't know if my friends are even aware that Mm. it is a struggle for me at times.
0: Okay, so we're going to move on. And Jackie, so we just want to note that you are a single mother as well. So this next question kind of reflects that. So how has being a single mother impacted your dating life, especially as a Christian? So for example, have you ever received negative comments about you dating with a child, especially when your child was younger?
1: Um, not really. I haven't had any real negative comments. I think uh, people, friends, some even some of the older ladies, seniors at my church, they were really keen on me. Finding someone and getting married, mm-hmm. so they were more supportive. Okay. Rather than any any negative feedback, I re- I didn't receive any negative feedback for me personally. I was so focused on raising my child and wanted to give him a healthy life, a balance. So dating wasn't really a highlight for me. So I haven't really received any negative feedback, and I wanted to make sure that. Whoever came into our lives, it would be someone who could represent us well as a parent. Okay. Not just coming in as a playing a father role. Yeah. So that was important to me, raising him and making sure that um, he was first priority in my, in my life. Okay. And that makes sense.
0: Like, I mean, you know, when you have a child, you're not thinking about yourself. You know, you're also thinking about the child. So you have to have that dual mind which you know definitely makes sense and I'm glad that you haven't received a lot of negative comments because there have been people who had a negative experience maybe some people will tell single parents that they need to focus on their child more than themselves I mean and it's true to focus at the same time you have to think about yourselves in other instances right
1: yes and I was very focused
0: yeah okay so speaking about negative responses have you gotten any negative responses about wanting to be married at your age?
1: Not really. Um, I'm not so much putting any pressure on myself to get married. I I I'm confident in who I am. I feel like God has a plan for my life, mm-hmm. but not to be so, oh, so holy righteous, but I feel that like God has a plan for my life, and I'm just waiting. If you know, when when the right person comes along, hopefully. Um, God will give me the direction and the wisdom to know that this is the person that he's planned out for me. But even at the church that I attend, I mean, I'm 57 years old, but I probably don't look like 57 year old to some people. So the odd Sunday, somebody would come to me, approach me and like, Hey, what's happening? How about, how about a nice girl like you? How come you haven't found a husband yet? Or (laughs) saying something like that to me, you know, so I mean, it goes in one ear or the other because I really feel that I'm okay in waiting. Yeah. I'm not feeling anxious. Okay. Or feeling that. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that someday God is going to put a good man in my life, a good, godly Christian man, but I'm okay with, with waiting, and I'm not feeling um, anxious about the things when people approach me. Okay. But so far, no real negative response. More supportive. Okay. People want to see me with a husband, which I'm okay. <laughs> with not having a husband right now. Well,
0: it's good that people, you know, they have a vision for you. That's very nice. Um, even just continuing on, have you ever felt maybe even scared or discouraged that you would never get married?
1: Not really. I'm. I'm. The main thing was. I was the kind of person, I was like you mentioned earlier, I'm a single parent, so I was focused on raising my son. I wanted to make sure we, we developed a, a healthy relationship. I just didn't feel like I needed someone to come into our lives, his life, to, to be such an influence. Yeah. I wanted my influence and God's influence to be evident in his life. So um, I, I'm not scared. Okay. I'm not feeling discouraged. That's good. That, you know, I, I, I think because, again, I'm confident in who I am. Yeah. I feel like I, I love myself. I don't feel like I need someone, a husband, to come into my life to define who I am or to give me that, you know, strength. I, I rely on God's strength and I just feel like God. Um, be married someday if I if I am to be married. I also feel very um comfortable with my single life. Okay, it's good. You know, that's one of the things. I'm com and, and I think if you are comfortable with your single life, then you're okay. Yeah. If you start feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm getting older because I'm now fifty seven, but if I if you start feeling like oh my goodness I'm getting older time is running out on me, then you're gonna put that added pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm just living, I'm just feeling great about my life. And if someone comes into my life and if we can develop a great relationship and go forward and spend the rest of our years together, then that'll be great. But right now, I'm content.
0: Okay, because like, I'm happy. yeah, I think it's good that you're like that because there are women who are like half your age and they're really scared and they're really discouraged and they, you know, feel like they're never going to get married. So um, I like that for you, a woman at your age you didn't give up, you didn't throw in the towel because you didn't see it happening. Again, you are running the marathon and you didn't get tired. So, and this might be a little cliche answer, but what or who keeps you hopeful that you will be married one day? Like, how do you stay so positive?
1: Again, I I believe God has a plan for my, my life. I've always felt that. And, and so one of the things is sometimes I do think think that okay as I'm getting older it'd be nice to have a companion Mm -hmm. you know somebody who you just you hear the stories of people saying oh yeah somebody who you can just um laugh with sit back you know that rocking chair and just enjoy (laughs) your last few years together yeah a a good friend yeah and I believe the base to a good relationship is a good friendship so a good friend is what I would like but at the same time I'm just feeling strong that you know what One day I will get married, and if I don't, I'm okay
0: with that. Okay, so now I want to talk about something a little fun. So what is your dating age range? I mean, you said you're not on the prowl, but you're open. So, yeah, what is your age range in terms of what is the oldest that you would date and what is the youngest that you would date?
1: So this is an interesting question because I consider myself very... Um, high energy, enthusiastic, upbeat. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of why sometimes my age throws people off. I'm 57, but sometimes people meet me and they think I'm in my early 40s or something like that. So that said, I would prefer someone my own age, like 57-ish. I don't want to date someone much younger because I feel like, um... At the end of the day, you're you're going to get older, and there still has to be a level. Anyways, health health can take on anything any with anybody. So I'm not going to say, okay, I might die before that person oh, or wow. whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm getting technical here. But I would prefer someone my age or just a little bit older, but hopefully they can come with some enthusiasm. Okay, so just to be
0: clear, um, the young men out there want to know what type of chance they have, so could you tell us how young you're willing to go? Like, I hear what you're saying, but still, just to, you know, so the young men, which young men know they can come after you?
1: I would not go five years younger.
0: Like, more than five years, like, 52 is right. your cutoff. I
1: would not go more than five years younger, because... I look like I'm in my 40s, but okay. I'm actually 50,
0: so. <laughs> so you, you're very about age appropriate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I just, yeah, I just feel like, you know, um, why am I going to go so much younger? Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: But as you said, you're very, and I can attest, you're very high energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you would, you know, would you not want someone to match your energy? So if somebody 10 years younger matched your energy, but also was respectful of your age,
1: well, here's the thing. Yes, someone could match my energy, but they might not have all the qualifications <laughs> in some other areas that I'm looking for. Okay. Again, I've set my standards always very high. Mm. I don't feel like even at my age I should be budging. Okay. Which is good. So, right. So you know what I mean? It depends. Okay. So just to be
0: clear, are you willing to go 10 years younger? So 47?
1: Absolutely not. Okay. I just feel that um, it depends. You could meet someone, and they could be at that maturity level, mind or soul body, but what about their friends? Mm. They might not be at that same maturity level. So what are you going to do? You you, it's going to be hard for you to do some common things with, you know, with the friends. <laughs> so I would not go ten yeah. years younger.
0: Forty-seven-year-old, sorry, too bad for you.
1: I'm saying five only because it seems a little bit safer, but I would prefer someone around my age or a little bit older, Got it. but I'm also not ready to just sit back and chill and be in retirement um, (laughs) mindset. No geriatrics. Okay, well, I mean, speaking of that, because
0: when we talk about like the age range, it also comes along with, and I know most women, especially in the Christian society, we have this list. Like when you're younger, we say, okay, write the list of the things, especially your non-negotiable things that you, you know, the husband that you're looking for must have and you're not willing to change. So because you're now in a different stage than you were maybe 30 years ago, has your list, has your wants or requirements for what you're looking for in a husband changed because you've been waiting a long time? Like I know even for myself, um, the things I wanted when I was 20 years ago, The list has gotten kind of small because I'm kind of adjusting, saying that I need to be a little more open. But how do you feel about this?
1: You know what? i waiting for a long time. My list hasn't really changed that much. Okay. But sometimes I feel like it's longer because my expectations are are a little bit different, yes. But I just um, feel that especially now that I'm older, I don't want to be too hasty in making a decision with a husband. I, I definitely want to have a want a Christian husband. I, I've never been married. Okay. Yes, you mentioned earlier that I have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, it was during my years when I was being a little bit re- rebellious. Um, backslid, as we would say. You know, <laughs> stepped outside of the faith a little bit there. But it was during that situation when I found myself expecting a child out of wedlock. And I'd waited so long um, for the right person to come along I planned out my life I was going to be married at 25 had my two children at 27 and that didn't happen um I found myself with a child out of wedlock but it was that situation I found myself into that redirected me back to God okay you know and I started serving the Lord again and thank God I'm raising my child in that same environment that same church atmosphere that I was raised in okay so my list hasn't changed. Good. Really. Yeah. I, I, In fact, like I said earlier, I think it's longer. Because okay. Because I don't want to be that person to get so desperate yeah. that I'm getting older that I'm going to just change my list and just settle. <laughs> Which is good. Do that. And I don't think anyone should.
0: No. But I know? think a lot of us feel like we need to because, again, we're waiting for so long and we think it's something that we're doing. So... Something that I talked about in episode one, and on this show, we have something called Rumble in the Pews, which is the equivalent to Word on the Street. So Word on the Street is what you hear a lot of people saying about something. So Rumble in the Pews is what you hear a lot of people in church saying. So the Rumble in the Pews that we discussed on episode one is that a lot of Christian men, they feel the reason why Christian women are not married is because
1: we're too picky. Listen, I've been called picky by friends and and even some family members, "When are you going to get married? you are being too picky." Yes, I <laughs> was picky, but I did not um by their standards or what they thought. I felt like I was being selective. Okay. Because I had a certain a, I had a certain standard. I had a certain type of person I was looking for, and especially now that I'm back with my walk with God and my relationship, I'm not gonna compromise my relationship with God to just settle for anybody. So call me Picky. Yeah. I'm not gonna claim that word. I'm being selective because because I want to make sure that it is somebody who is God driven, Mm -hmm. even loves God more than me. Okay. That if that if this man has to say, look, I'm putting God first He's going to be in the center of any decision-making. You know, that's what I want. I agree. So, yes, I'm being selective. That's the word I'm going to use to describe myself. Okay, I like that. i always was, and I will continue to be, and there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Okay, I like that. More people should be. So we're not picky, we're selective. Yes. Good. And as I mentioned in, I think, episode two, is that most of us women, Christian women, we are selective about the things that are important. Like, we're not saying this man has to be 6'1 and not 5'11. We're not saying he has to make six figures, which we talked about last week. We're talking about the things that even the Lord requires. Like, you know, a man who is the head of the household, who loves God as the head of the church, things like that. Things that he requires us to be selective about. That's what we're being selective about as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, you might have already mentioned this before, but I just want you to reiterate. What advice would you give to younger women in the church who are waiting and feel very discouraged? Like, we talked about, you know, Jackie, you have such a positive outlook. So what advice can you give to us? Because we feel, although we haven't been waiting as long as you have been waiting, we still feel very discouraged because there's just no men on the horizon,
1: one, one advice that I could give to people who are younger, I know I, I just caution people not to lose themselves. Okay. And I read something where it says, Do not lose yourself trying to be everything to everyone.
0: Okay.
1: Right? So I would not lose myself. I would um, not be naive. Okay. And that I was when I was very young because mm-hmm. I thought I lived my life a certain way, I had certain standards. I was this. You know, I was. I've even been called "goody," "goody goody," meaning like I. <laughs> I you know what I? And it was just because I, 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 I lived a sheltered life. I was raised. You know, my mom. Was very careful where I went, what I did. So I lived a sheltered life. So I understand. So therefore, um, I was very naive. I thought everybody had to be like me. Okay. And if they weren't like me, then. You know. Then I wanted them to be like me. Okay. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, two, do not be naive and maintain your self-worth. Okay. Respect and love yourself. Hmm. Because if you can't love yourself, how do you expect somebody else to love you? That's that's very important. And that's what I think. A lot of times, we're looking for affirmation. Women, we want the guy to come along and say, oh, you're so beautiful, you're this, you're that. But if you don't believe that about yourself... How do you really expect somebody to come and say that to you? And if they don't say it to you, then you're not feeling good about yourself or you're not happy. Yeah. Right? So you first have to love yourself. And one of the things that I always tell people, if you delight yourself in the Lord, he will grant you the desires of your heart. Okay. So that's what I would say to some of you young people who are looking for someone to be with.
0: Okay. Wow, that was so poignant. Thank you so much. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for sharing your journey, your perspective with us. It was really well taken, you know, like um, from your experience and you have the, you have the, you've put in the work, you've put in the time. So we really respect what you have to say. So we're just so thankful that you came on the show and you were able to share with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. and. You're amazing. Just doing what you do and just having the confidence to be who you are, that just encourages me as well. Oh, thank you.
0: Okay, well, everyone, that's it for today. So I just want to thank you for tuning in. Before you go, I just want to share a verse with you guys just to encourage those who are maybe feeling lonely or who are feeling discouraged because, again, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's long. It feels really long. So I just, wanted you, I just wanted to share with you Isaiah 40, chapter 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. So again, as we said, because this is a marathon, we need strength. So we know our hope will renew our strength. Um, I think we could even relate this to Jackie, you know, as I asked her, what keeps her hopeful, what keeps her going? And I think it's the joy of the Lord and the hope that she has. So everybody, we just want to thank you for listening to Women That Wait. Have a great evening.